little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need, a little bit of Tina's what I see. Hey everybody, welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. Today I'm going to be talking about Three's Company, one of my all-time favorite shows out there. Um, the episode is called Upstairs, Downstairs, Upstairs from Season 5, Episode 1, original air date, October 28th, 1980. Okay, um, before I go into this, um, I want to let you guys know that this episode is available, and every episode, is available on Pluto, Pluto TV. Uh, it's a free app. It is the coolest app. There are shows out there, you guys, that you can't find on TV anymore. Re, uh, Reno 911, Rescue 911. Um, oh my gosh, there is some crazy stuff on there. Too Close for Comfort. If anybody is an old fart like me and remembers that show from the 80s, uh, that's the one where um, uh, there, he's a cartoonist, I think. I don't remember his name. For the, for the life of me, I can't remember his name, but I remember his wife's name is Muriel. And that's the episode with, or that's the series with Jim J. Bullock. He played Monroe. But honestly, guys, I do not remember any of the other characters, but I did love that show when I was a kid. That's on there. Oh my gosh, there's so many stuff on there. But uh, that is where you can find this episode. So go to PlutoTV.com. You can watch it on the computer, but I usually watch it on my Roku or I watch it on my phone. And you can watch every episode of Three's Company on there. So I love this show, you guys. I have loved this show. I've been watching this since I was probably five years old. Because when I was five years old, it was still on. And then after it finished the series finale um it was in syndication on fox and i'm trying to think what we would be up against it was three's company and it could have been too close for comfort now that i think about it i don't know but it was always on my parents were always like you guys shouldn't watch that show and we didn't get any of the jokes i mean come on we were five and three you know i mean come on but we loved it um so uh Three's Company is a very silly show, and it's not for everybody. I understand that. It's kind of silly. It's There's some kind of stupid things in it, but the person who makes this show is John Ritter as Jack Tripper. He is the best. He is like the Lucy equivalent in a man. He's, he's the Lucille Ball of men. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I love him, and the day he died... I cried for hours and hours and hours. And I'll never forget my friend Amber, the one I always mention on this podcast. She's the one who texted me and said he died. And I'm like, oh. And it just, because I, I was watching uh, uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Because he was in the middle of filming that show when he died. And uh, I was really, I was really upset. Anyways, let's get to a happier time. Let's go back and re- recap this episode and reminisce. All right, well. I talked about Pluto. Okay, so scene one. Larry comes into the kitchen to ask for a favor from Jack. He wants him to water his plants, which is kind of funny for Larry. But he also has news for him. What are you talking about? I have arranged for you to make dinner for the most beautiful woman you have ever seen. Huh? What do you say to that? No, Larry, I can't. (laughs) For a second there, I thought you said no. I did. (laughs) Janet and Chrissy would kill me. You lost me, Jack. Look, for the last three nights, I have had three different girls up here. 
Three girls and three nights? You'll be dead before Janet and Chrissy can kill you. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But I've used every excuse in the book to get them out of this apartment. I've been manipulative, deceitful, and underhanded. Jack, I'm proud of you. Mary, I'm serious. I gotta make it up to him. I even canceled my date with Doreen Maxwell tonight. You said no to the girl who can't say no? That's right. <laughs> now do you guys see why I played Mambo Number no. 5 as my intro song? Jack is a player. He has always been a player this whole series. He's, I mean, he's very, he's very hot. I mean, I don't, I don't blame the girls, but yeah. All right. Well, so Larry, um, is trying, th this is a lot of, this is like a lot of other episodes in Three's Company. Larry's trying to get him to go on a date for, I don't know, for some reason, Larry's always matching him up with people. It's, it's kind of weird. And I don't know where Larry meets these people. I mean, Larry's even more of a player than Jack is, but. Now, for those of you who never watched Reese Company, and if you haven't watched Reese Company, I don't know why you would enjoy this episode. But um, Larry is the up as the neighbor, and I guess I guess you could say he's Jack's best friend. I don't know. He's he's gross. Larry's gross, but he's kind of funny sometimes. Well, Jack finally gives in to going on the date once he talks to the girl on the phone. Hello. Hello, Denise. C'est moi, Larry. She's French. <laughs> Hold on one second for Jack. Wait a minute. No, Larry. No, Larry. Chrissy and Jack. Hello. Hello, Jacques. We. Oui. She is French. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, this is Jacques. Jerk, jerk. Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> You're getting together tonight, yes? Yeah, t well, uh, actually, uh, see. Oh, uh, I am looking forward to it so much. Larry said you would get me excited. He what? 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 <laughs> about a good meal in my country. A great chef is the second best thing you can be. What's the first? A great lover, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> How soon can you get up here? Right away. <laughs> All right, well, Jack's already in trouble. Like he is in almost every episode. He always gets himself in a whole bunch of trouble. The girls come home, Janet and Christy, those are his two roommates. Uh, Janet has had a really bad day and Jack's trying to convince her, well, maybe you don't need a, maybe after like a bad day like that, you don't really need a heavy dinner. And she says, oh no, I've been looking forward to this dinner all day. And then Chrissy, she's actually had a good day today. I had a terrific day. Yeah? Did you? Yeah, I ran into Steve and Kathy and they had some extra tickets for the Eagles concert tonight and they asked if Janet and I wanted to go. Chrissy, that's fantastic. Well, you better hurry up and get ready. Where? For what? The Eagles concert. I'm not going. Wait, you turned down the tickets? Jack, I can see the Eagles anytime. I've been looking forward to this dinner all day. Okay, can we talk about something here? If I had Eagles tickets, I would go in a heartbeat. Especially in 1980 when the show aired. They were huge back then. Why does Chrissy think that she can go see the Eagles anytime? Does she have like somebody in the business that can get her tickets every time? Because if, if somebody offered me Eagles tickets in 1980, I would have been like, hell yeah. Sorry, Jack. I'm going to the Eagles concert. You can make dinner for me another night. Like for reals. I had to clip that because I just was like, oh no, 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 no. Well, Jack can't get out of cooking the girls dinner. And uh, while they're somewhere, like in, the, in their rooms or something, Denise comes to the door and he tries to get rid of her and tells her to go upstairs to Larry's apartment. He'll meet her up there. And he goes back into the kitchen to find more food to cook because he's, he's already made dinner for... No, no, he hasn't made dinner yet. 
but he's already making dinner for Janet and Chrissy. He's got to go find more food for Denise. And he has, then when he tries to go up to Larry's apartment, the girls are wondering like, what's going on? Where are you going? And he says, well, Larry's sick. He has the Asian flu. And I don't know why I cracked up so much about that. I guess maybe because of COVID and that's kind of like the Asian flu as well. I guess you could call it that. Uh, he, he tries to take egg rolls up to him. And he tells Janet it's because he has the Asian flu. I, I thought that was funny, too. Uh, he runs upstairs with the egg rolls and then back downstairs. The girls are giving him all kinds of compliments, even though he's such a scumbag. <laughs> hey, Janet, I was just thinking, we are so lucky. You mean having a roommate like Jack? Yeah, I mean, what a nice guy. I mean, here he stays home on Friday night to cook dinner for us, and then he goes upstairs to take care of his best friend. What was that for? Just for being you. Listen, you sit down and relax. Chrissy and I'll take care of setting the table. Yeah. Jack, you're really something. Oh, Chrissy. <laughs> so far, so good. There's another knock at the door, and Jack thinks it's Denise, and he's panicking. But it turns out to be Doreen. I guess that's his girlfriend, maybe? I don't know. And uh, she says, he's like, what are you doing here? And she says, I'm here for dinner, Jack. And he says, no, you're not. And he slams the door in her face. So here's the aftermath of that. Jack! Why did you slam the door in my face? I have a very sick roommate, and some of the germs were on their way out. <laughs> what? Right, well, I'll speak to you for a second. Thank you. Uh, we can't have dinner together tonight. Didn't your service tell you I called? No, I didn't check with him before I left work. Jack, are you seeing another woman? <laughs> another woman? I perish the thought. I told you it's my roommate. It's my roommate. <laughs> you didn't tell me you had a roommate. Well, I have a roommate, and he happens to be very, very sick. Uh, 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 congested uh, chest. Jack, I'm a nurse. Have you forgotten? Yes, I did. No, no, I didn't, of course. How could I forget? Nurse Doreen. <laughs> Look, there's a drugstore five minutes from here. Now let me just go and pick up some meth oil, okay? No, 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 you don't have to do that. So don't much trouble. Don't worry. After I'm done taking care of your roommate, well, then I'll have all night just take care of you. Mm. <laughs> hey, nice to meet you for just a story. That, he does that on a lot of episodes. Love it. It's like a tripper, tripper, uh, uh catchphrase i guess you could call it i don't know well jack gets an idea he he he's very creative with his ideas he he, he comes up with things very fast he goes to mr furley mr furley's our landlord that's uh don knotts he goes to mr furley's apartment and tells him janet and chrissy are in love with him and and they decided to stop seeing younger men and only date older men and jack tells him he's got to go down to talk to them and snap them out of it and Mr. Furl is like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to, uh, you know, he's just, he's all creeped out by it all. Um, then Jack gets another good idea. He tells the girls this story. Who's that, Chrissy? It's Mr. Furley. He wants us to come down to his apartment right away. He sounded so strange. He is strange. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, but this is different. What? What do you mean different? I've spoken too soon. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. No, no. Tell I'm us. sorry. Tell okay, us. okay, okay, okay. Mr. Furley is extremely depressed. Why? 
Well, it's his 50th birthday, and he's, he's in his apartment feeling all alone, unloved, unwanted. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, we should do something. You mean like maybe taking our dinner downstairs and sort of surprising him? Yeah, something like that. You got any ideas? <laughs> How about that one? What one? Taking our dinner downstairs. Oh, that's a good idea. Here, why don't you... <laughs> when Chrissy says, oh, that's a good idea, Jack does this really funny strangling motion. It cracks me up. I'll have to screenshot it for you and put it on my webpage, my Facebook page. Well, um, that's a pretty good plan, Jack. I I think that, that uh, that's believable. And, you know, Mr. Furley's always kind of been a depressed guy. He, I mean, there's a lot of episodes he talks about depression and being lonely and not having anybody and that really could be a true story well the girls take uh some of the food down i think it's like salad they take something down and uh jack <laughs> jack needs to get more food now for doreen because she's coming back uh he's taking food up to somebody I think it's Denise. I mean, you know, when you're watching this episode, you get a little confused on where where he's taking what and when where. You know what I mean? Because the girls, he was supposed to make lamb chops and like some kind of soup or something. He ends up taking those to Denise. The girls, uh, the girl. So so that was supposed to be for their dinner. The dinner he brings to Denise, or the sorry, the dinner he brings to Chrissy and Janet ends up being hamburgers. <laughs> And then uh, the the meal he brings to Doreen is hot dogs. So it's just funny how he just keeps he keeps trying to find more food to make. And the funny thing about it is, you know, it, you have to kind of suspend reality because he has no time to cook any of this stuff. He's running back and forth, upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs. He has no time to cook any of this. He's thrown in the microwave. I, mean, I don't know. Well. Uh, Doreen finally comes back and she wants to check in on his sick roommate and Jack tells her he's asleep and he's got to take this food up to a sick neighbor so I'm guessing that would be Larry but he's it's going to be Denise it's just it gets very confusing uh so the girls are still at Mr. Furley's apartment there's still a big misunderstanding you know that's one thing about this show that I love the misunderstandings and they're usually like sexual innuendos so funny there's, there's this one episode I'm definitely going to cover, and I uh, I won't give you, like, guys, a lot of information, but it's all about misunderstandings. And, but there, like I said, there's many, many like that in this series. And that's what I love about it. Uh, so this is one misunderstanding where Furley thinks the girls are in love with him, and they think that he's upset about his birthday. Sorry for my kid in the background there. Uh, so... They're trying to cheer him up, and he thinks they're still coming on to him. Jack brings hamburgers over, and Mr. Furley tells him to sit down and not leave him alone with the girls. <laughs> well, here's Jack's response. I'm going to go get some dessert. Forget the dessert. You're staying here until after dinner, right next to my side. Well, if you insist, do you mind if I just take a little nibble off of yours, Mr. F? Ooh, isn't this just to die from when Mr. Furls, you've got a little crumb on your lip. Let me get that. <laughs> trying to help. I thought you were going to get dessert. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> OK, 
Okay, this is another thing Jack does throughout the series. Uh, well, actually, with all of them, with with um uh da 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 the other neighbors, um the Ropers, and with Mister Furley, because they are under the impression he's gay. Because that's the whole point of the show. That's the only reason that Mister Roper allowed Jack to move in with the girls in the first episode, uh, because they thought he was gay. <laughs> so you know, there's no gay guys gonna be messing with girls and having you know women over every night. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> Jack is, Jack is, you know, the show, like I said, these people are idiots, <laughs> okay? They're idiots if they think that Jack is gay. He always has girls over. There's there's a couple episodes where I, I think both Mr. Roper and Mr. Furley, in two separate episodes, assume that the... <laughs> Assume that the guy that's at Jack's apartment is a girl. The girl that's at Jack's apartment is a guy. (laughs) It's just too funny. It's just. And I love how Jack's always acting gay to get out of things. Like to get out of. uh, I don't know. Just. There's different different situations where he he has to do that. And it always works. Alright. Well. (laughs) Jack goes back downstairs to feed Doreen. And he gives her hot dogs like I said. And, uh, it's just funny. And he's completely out of breath. He's sweating. Oh, gosh, it's hilarious. He's he's making me exhausted just watching this. Back in Mr. Furley's apartment, he's hiding from the girls. He locks himself in his, I think he locks himself in his bedroom. Uh, he, um, he lets, he lets them know that Larry's out of town. And then Chrissy and Janet all start to piece it together. Because they know how Jack is. They know how manipulative he is and how much he lies all the time. They storm down to the apartment and run into Doreen. I'll be back in a second, Doreen. Chrissy Janet. <laughs> Good, you're all here. I was just about to explain. Uh, you see, Doreen, uh, this is Janet, and this is... Chrissy. Chrissy. They're, they're my roommates. Uh, I promised them dinner, but I also promised you dinner. And I tried to call you. She didn't get my message. Didn't I try to call you? Well, you said... There. So, you see, I had to make dinner for her. But I also wanted to make dinner for you. And I did. I made dinner for her and you. So, you see, I went to all this trouble to make dinner for you three girls. Jack? Make that four girls. <laughs> Jacques? I also love how he forgets Chrissy's name. That happens quite a bit. He'll, he'll forget Janet's name. He'll forget Chrissy's name. He'll forget Terry's name when Terry comes in. Terry comes in in season six. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, Jack's obviously caught red-handed. And as he's trying to explain, you know, what the whole situation is, Chrissy throws a pie in his face that he's holding. Oh, it's not a pie. It's a chocolate mousse. Uh, Doreen pours a bottle of wine over his head. Denise throws a bowl of soup on him. And Janet sticks a hot dog in his mouth. And they just leave him alone like that as he's still talking. Oh, God. He got what he deserved. How many episodes has Jack had food thrown on him or poured over him? or? Oh, man. It's just this kind of humor. You just don't see it in TV shows anymore. You know what I mean? You just, a lot of the stuff you can't get away with anymore, and it's very sad, and like, this is the whole reason I do this podcast, because it is really when TV was great, when TV had no, uh, 
when when not everybody was so damn offended, okay, without getting into my political beliefs. It's not when everybody was so damn offended. And you when you watch something and it's just it's not the same anymore. Well, um there's another scene but I didn't clip it and I didn't really write it down on my notes, but basically Jack is still talking and tell, you know, explaining a situation because I don't know. He, he just is. He's talking to himself. And Mr. Furley comes in and says, he's talking to Jack about how he can make Janet and Chrissy not fall in love with them. Like he can make himself look really old. And he starts talking about how he's going to make himself look old. And it's just kind of really lame. And, uh, and he doesn't even notice that <laughs> he doesn't even notice that Jack's got food all over him and he's standing there. Oh boy. Well, that's it for this episode. It's kind of confusing. There's a lot of physical comedy, just like with Lucy, where you have to kind of explain it. Hopefully you guys have seen this episode. You know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you can go watch it. Um, as for this, why I chose this episode, um, I think that Three's Company started its best season on season five, episode one. And it just got better from there. Like, for reals. Like, my favorite... I think my favorite season of Three's Company is probably season eight. And, you know, it's... You know what happened with Chrissy is... With, with uh, Suzanne Summers is that she got kicked off the show. I don't know if you guys know the story. I didn't even research it. But um, I, I know about it. I've seen a whole bunch of documentaries about it. She wanted more money. She wanted more money than, uh, than the two other roommates. Than uh, John Ritter and Joyce DeWitt. And they said, nope, we're not going to do it. So they kicked her off. But what they did was she still had like another half a year on her contract or something or maybe like three, three or four episodes. I don't remember. And they had her kind of phone in her line. So uh, what happened was in the show, uh, Chrissy just appear disappeared one day and they just said she went to go take care of her mother in Fresno. That's where Chrissy was from, Fresno. And in her place, she sent her cousin Cindy. And Cindy's like their roommate for just like a half a season or is it a whole season? I'm trying to think when Terry comes, comes in. It's like the whole season five, basically. Because Chrissy leaves uh, pretty soon after this episode. And, you know, Cindy's funny, but, she, you know, nobody's going nobody's gonna to beat Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers was great. I mean, I, even though I can't stand her as a person, she was great in the show. Um, anyways, what she had to do was, until Cindy came in, they had to have her phone her lines in. So she'd call from Fresno and say, hi, Janet. And she'd have this like real stupid joke. And she'd only be on the screen for like a minute. And that was how she still got paid. Uh, and that's how she, she fulfilled her contract. She just did her lines from wherever, another room or wherever the heck it was. And then she just completely just disappeared when Cindy came in. And then Cindy, uh, the history of the show as we continue here, Cindy goes... I think she gets accepted into UCLA to be a vet. And that's when we get Terry. And if I have to pick a favorite roommate between... Because I always... You know, Janet's always there the whole time. I'd have to pick probably... Oh, it's hard. I would say I'd have to pick Chrissy because of her facial expressions. Terry was just kind of... She was funny, but she wasn't like as funny as Chrissy. You know what I mean? She was kind of more sarcastic and kind of bitchy. And Chrissy was just kind of stupid and airheaded and, you know. Uh, anyways, um, that's, that's, that's the whole story about that. Um, 
And like I said, season five is when it starts getting really good. I don't have a problem with the other seasons, but this is when I started noticing just consistently funny episodes. And uh, I might do a couple of episodes from before season five. Like there's one from season four that I like, maybe one from season three. But most of the episodes I'm going to cover are going to be from season five and on because that's just what I like the best. Okay, guys, I think that's it. Um, hopefully, I was able to recap this enough for you. Um, I know it's kind of confusing. I was getting confused writing my notes. I'm like, who's he bringing dinner up for? Who's What's going on here? What's going on here? Who's this for? You know. Uh, it's just a very fast episode, very basic episode, where, you know, he's juggling three different dinner dates, basically. And he's just trying to, <laughs> just trying to get it all done. Uh, alrighty, so... Uh, as always, remember to um, give me a review on iTunes, and you can follow me on Facebook at Win TV Was Great Podcast. I uh, I just want to point a little disclaimer out here. I am trying my best to get these out every Friday, and so far so good. But I do have a toddler, a very loud toddler, who I try to do this when he's taking his naps, but sometimes he doesn't take naps, guys. So it could be you know, different, but I'll let you know if there's ever going to be a delay. And I appreciate all my listeners. I'm trying to get more listeners. If you guys know of anybody that likes old classic TV shows, send them my way. I need to get more listeners. All right, guys, uh, until next week. And uh, next week, I have no idea what I'm doing. I think what I'm going to do is a, I'm going to, I think the theme for next week or for March, because that will be March. I think it's going to be siblings. I'm going to do a theme about siblings. So there's going to be one from, Wayne, from Wayne's World. There's going to be one from uh, uh, Wonder Years. Uh, there's one called... Oh, there's such a great episode that I can call, I can do. Uh, there's going to be maybe a 90210. I, ha- I literally have not sat down and thought about what I'm going to do yet. I'm just... As I'm going, I'm, I'm thinking about these. So they're going to be all episodes about sib- you know siblings and sibling rivalry and all that fun stuff. So be look be looking forward to that and I think that's all guys. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next week. A little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's 